This podcast is a part of the Podmania Podcasting Network. Check out podmania.co.uk to check out more of our great podcasts, features, reviews, match ratings and previews spanning the crazy and diverse world of professional wrestling. Hello, my name is Simon Miller from What Culture Wrestling and you are listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast and you better keep listening to it. Why? Here's why. You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. of Pod Mania Podcast. I am your host, Rob Gooden, and this is absolutely the first time we have tried this podcast today, <laughs> isn't it, Chris O'Brien? Yeah, totally. We totally didn't pour our heart out about Garth almost dying. We just kept going. <laughs> so, in the spirit of the fact that we have already recorded what was close to 15 minutes of audio that will never see the light of day because of internet issues um, and lagging and just basically our podcast sounding like shit. Um, we're going to basically rush through the notes of what we spoke about rather than going into the ridiculous amount of detail we went into before. So first, Garth isn't on the podcast. Um, unfortunately, he apparently has contracted the horrible COVID-19 virus, and obviously me and Chris wish Garth nothing but the best and hope he has a very, very speedy recovery. Um he will be back, obviously. He's not dying, he's actually getting better, um, so don't panic about him, he's fine. Hi, Garth, by the way, because I imagine you are probably watching this. Moving on to other news, because I don't want to spend the entire podcast talking about COVID-19. We all need some manner of escape from that. Uh, moving on to WrestleMania 36 news, of course, the show that is too big for one night. It's now on the 4th and the 5th of April. One match that might not be on that card is the Universal Championship match between Goldberg and Roman Reigns. Pro Wrestling Sheet have announced that Roman Reigns will not be a part of that match at WrestleMania 36. It sounds like Roman himself has found as thoughts that it was not too dangerous, but didn't want to take the risk, and I applaud him for that. Chris, quick opinion on that. He's an at-risk person. He's had leukemia twice. Um, he, He has... He's around kids over time who are more likely to contract the thing. But it's a smart decision. If bad thing is, I can see him getting punished for that. <laughs> well, let's hope not. I mean, the amount of sort of good-natured stuff that was poured Roman's way when he managed to beat this horrendous disease, you know, for the second time, um, I'm hoping that they're not going to then use that as some manner of pedestal for punishing him. It will be interesting to see who does challenge Goldberg for the Universal Championship. I personally hope it'll be Heath Slater, um, just to really cap off you know, the three-man band sort of trope of winning things. Um, obviously, we'll get into Mania a bit more towards the end, even though fucking hell, it doesn't feel like the road to WrestleMania. Moving it's on like to... The, it's like the world road to Super Showdown. Oh, God, doesn't it An just... event equivalent to or bigger than WrestleMania. <laughs> the worst tagline. Um, 
looking now quickly at numbers before we I ask you a very important question about All Elite. Uh, the numbers have been announced by Brian Alvarez with NXT raking in a number of 669,000 while AEW draws 819,000. So another win for AEW Dynamite. Though from what we've heard... Thank God I've actually managed to avoid spoilers this week of anything major on the show. But it does sound this week like NXT was actually a better show, Chris. Yeah, I have no clue what happened on it. <laughs> I just heard it was better. <laughs> um, also announced, obviously, with the cancellation of NXT TakeOver Tampa Bay, the NXT episode airing on the 1st of April is effectively going to be that TakeOver. Um, so I imagine hugely inflated numbers for NXT next week over eight, All Elite Wrestling. Want to do a watch-along? Um, yes. We, have nothing, we do have nothing better to do. We Why are do? indoors, so yes. Why do? I've actually had my last month of uni work coming in. Actually, I finally got the fucking brief for, that, for the thing during three weeks. I have to do a whole social media campaign, a whole one in three weeks. I'm just using one I did a month ago because fuck that. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Absolutely fuck that. Chris. Yes. The question I want to ask you um, is, obviously, empty arena shows... No, Rob, become... I will not go out with you. Then what the fuck is the point in this podcast? What is the actual <laughs> is this, fucking is point? Is this what this year has been? It is has. this all this year has been to you? <laughs> this got weird quickly. I am, more, I am more than a nice ass, Rob. No, you're not. Um, <laughs> obviously, All Elite and WWE are persisting with the empty arena shows. Now, with what we know about COVID-19 and the coronavirus and how it spreads and how social distancing has really taken effect, we've got a lot of Britain now on lockdown. You've got Spain, Italy on complete lockdown. Even parts of America, such as New York, are on really stringent measures. I find it baffling that All Elite Wrestling and WWE are continuing to put on shows, continuing to put on shows where they have gotten, we spoke about this before, where they have got people like Tully Blanchard and Jake the Snake Roberts, who are at risk, especially Jake the Snake, are in the crowd, weren't even doing anything. Are you telling me that you couldn't film something from Jake to put on the Titan, to put on the big screens on the entranceway? Exactly. Did film something with Jake. You had the VTR with Lance, which was great. And don't get me wrong, you know, Jake's promos are always extremely captivating. But But he didn't cut one. He sort of had a conversation with Tony Schiavone, which was, you know, very, very good. We discussed it on last week's episode, but did he need to be there? No, and Tully Blanchard certainly didn't. No, like the one argument you can possibly make is that they're in a very large space. But still, you still need hundreds and hundreds of people to put on a um, TV wrestling production. Exactly, and obviously we've Unless spoken about... Unless setting up the ring. Well, yeah, but we have we spoke about before how, um, you know, well, they're probably checked before every episode. Well, that's fine, but that virus you don't know you've got for two weeks, potentially. So it's all very well checking them before they come out. But if they don't know they've got it, then what is the point in testing them? It's... It's a bizarre minefield that I understand All Elite and WWE have got to navigate. But my question to you, Chris, is do they need to take that risk? In terms of do we need to put shows on, kind of yes, because 
TV contracts and the TV networks aren't budging, they're sort of fuck to be do, fuck to be don't. But in terms of like putting like the old guys out there, no, just don't risk that. <laughs> Especially since I'm pretty sure if anything happened to Tully, Tessa Blanchard would kick everyone's ass. Well, my question about that is, or my counterpoint to that is, why are all elite wrestling still doing dark? I think the reason given is because it's given indie because they've been putting like indie workers like Sugar Dunkinson on it, but that's still not an excuse for me. No, the uh, okay, fair enough with the TV deal, but you can't tell me that you can't fill two hours a week with promos and you know pre-taped things where we can control it somewhat. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, I applaud the idea that. All elites are trying to provide something to help people escape from the constant talk of this pandemic. But I just feel like, especially when you have got wrestlers touching each other and being that close to one another and inherently sweating. I mean, it's not like you can do a match like that. I mean, this week we've got Kenny Omega versus Sammy Guevara. Those two men don't know how not to put on a great match. They are going to be pissing sweat. That's quite the image. You what pissing sweat? Yeah, I just I find it Chris, probably worse. No, we don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Go on. <laughs> I just find it very, very Sus. strange. Yeah, I yeah. don't agree with it. And obviously, they've now moved blood and guts. Um, so whether these episodes of Dynamite are actually going to be canon or not, I don't know. Or whether well, they're I just think, going to put on what I they think can. Just, I think we're just going to put on like Mac. But look, from what I'm seeing. For so far this week, but just gonna put on like matches and then like try and build up people's win and loss records. Which think... is fine. I do I do agree with that. I think that's something they can do. I just I can't get it out of my head. Oh your love is all I think about. <laughs> that people are in this ring, they're not two meters apart, they are touching each other, and yes, they will have washed, yes, they will have stringently washed their hands and adhered to the codes, but I don't know. It It's an unnecessary risk for me. I think you could fulfill your television contract by airing matches from pay-per-views, by airing, you know, like the VTR for Lance Archer and things like that, and having Excalibur, Tony Schiavone and Taz in a green room somewhere, you know, talking about what is going on in the world of all elite wrestling. I mean, for a start, you absolutely do not need JR there. No, but I say that every week anyway. (laughs) I must admit, I do think his commentary has come on slightly. Yeah, but it's not hard to get better from where he started in AEW. He wasn't... He's basically there to be a recognisable voice. (sighs) Yeah, true. They should have have us commentate it. It would be more interesting. I don't think we'd last one episode, Chris. I'll be honest. Very true. Like, I, we say cunt and be thrown right off. Yeah, even just the once. And that's all three of us say that as well. It's not even like it's just you, you Scottish bastard. It's all of us. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, let's get on with the show. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've got, obviously, our episode on Fight TV. Just before we start, Chris, have you loaded the English one, not the Spanish one this week? You do it one time, hang on. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, hang on. Yeah, hang on, one sec. I did it again. Have you actually? That's incredible. Yeah. I hate myself. 
Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you have loaded AEW Dynamite episode 1320. It has got the thumbnail of Cody and Jimmy Havoc. And once you are all ready, Chris, you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Right. So, on three, two, one, play. Chris, it's nothing happening for you. Yeah, no, it's, it's like an episode of Dark. <laughs> hey, there we go. Oh, that's some very pretty colours, that's it. I do like, I, I do like Dynamite's colour scheme. And there we go. No JR on commentary. What can you imagine doing on commentary? He hasn't, they both have matches. Yeah, Tony Schiavone, Kenny Omega and Cody on commentary tonight. Well, I knew Cody was because that was advertised. Kenny Mag is not a great talker. Um, well, I've never heard him on commentary. He can, he, like he can do his, he can hit his story beats all right. But like apart from that, yeah. So tonight we've got Darby Allen and Kip Sabian. That should be a good match. Uh, that, that should be good. At least Penelope Ford's not wrestling. <laughs> um, that probably sounds mean. <laughs> just Jake Hager. Just Jake Hager. Jake, Jake Hager. Just just in the match. Just, just in our match. Just in the ring. That's enough to make Garth hard. Brody Lee versus QT Marshall. Poor QT. QT's going to get absolutely oh. fucking annihilated, isn't he? I hope so. Fucking, why is Apple's your gimmick? I must admit, I like really like Brody Lee's coat. It is a very lovely coat. It is. Um, just because this is how he looks like Jesus. If I was a wrestler, I think I'd be Brody Lee. This match should be fantastic. Sammy Guevara versus Kenny Omega for the AAA Mega Championship. That should be outstanding. Is the Mega Championship the main championship in AAA? I think so, yes. I'm going to Google this. Yeah, I'm not I'm not massively up to date with stuff on AAA. I'm, I've watched Mania twice, that's about it. Chris Jericho confronting Matt Hardy. Oh, my God. What do you think of a red streak? Um, I mean, he's trying to make himself look different to the TNA broken Matt, and all he's done is dyed his hair red. <laughs> it's like Malibu Stacey. And then Cody's in the That's first match against Jimmy Havoc, so Jimmy Havoc getting some airtime. Fucking finally. Fucking don't steal one of the UK scene's biggest stars if you're not going to fucking use them. <laughs> Championships. Um... Yeah, the Mega Championship's the main one, followed by the Latin American Championship, held by Dagger, who is the enemy of Gas. Um, the Cruiserweight Championship, held by Laredo Kid, which seems a bit um, redundant, seeing how everyone in AAA seems to be a cruiser. What is happening with the sound of this episode? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they have all their sound guys there. At least, it's, at least it's not a live performance. No, true. <laughs> I love the fact that Cody's just come from behind the announce desk, straight out. <laughs> from behind the announce desk to backstage to out. I was I was just going to say, thank God Brandy's not on this episode, but she's fucking announcing again. Remember when she said, I'm not going to be... Why, why can't Justin Roberts do it? I thought he was going to kiss Aubrey Edwards then as well. Aubrey <laughs> Edwards is standing there not knowing what to do. Should I mention Batati? I think it'd be rude not to. 
I mean, it's on his chest and it's a tribute to his dad, and I think it's lovely. Um, <laughs> what's going on backstage? I can't read it. I can't see who that is. Is it Billy Gunn? That's Billy Gunn, his kit. I think that's. Oh, they're putting on bets on who's going to win. Oh, uh, is this now Sean Spears' new thing? <laughs> I hope so, because that's a great gimmick. Because he could bat against himself and make loads of money. Yes, and yet you don't book him. I must admit, of what I've seen of Jimmy Havoc in in AEW and on Dynamite, I've not been overly impressed. Well, we haven't given him the chance to impress, really. Well, even on Dark, they haven't exactly allowed him to What's do his dark? stuff. Oh, occasionally, you know. I'm on lockdown, Chris. <laughs> I can give you some actual good wrestling to watch. <laughs> For example, have you seen the Shrama vs. Kenton Miyahara match? It's great. I haven't watched it yet. I know you've been raving about it. You originally gave it a 9, and I think you are close to giving it a 10 on retrospect. No, it's a high high 9. A 10 is a sort of gut feeling as soon as I finish a match. And Naito Okada. Yeah, like Naito Okada, Takahashi, Osprey, these are are examples of 10s. Sorry, are they outside? Yeah. They're in that, um, you know where we did AEW... um, What's it called? Fight, Fight for the Fallen. Fallen. Oh, that's okay. To be fair, that's good because it me- it makes it harder for the virus to travel. Oh, Christ, Jimmy! Ha- I prefer Jimmy Havoc's old look, to be honest. The white one. Yeah. Well, not just the white one, like the, the actual tights, not the leather pants. He looks like he's having a crisis. <laughs> that's not a, that's not a big thing. He's one a staple of, of AEW Dark, yeah. It's like it's like saying, oh, a regular Sunday Night Heat or <laughs> plays international football for Wales. I feel as someone who's Scottish, you can't really criticise Welsh international football. I mean, like, I don't know how Scotland's doing in football. I don't, I don't follow along. <laughs> we won the World Cup one time. I think. No, you didn't. Okay, we almost won the World Cup one time. I don't think you did, Chris. Then someone's been lying to me, Rob. <laughs> I love the fact that your brother is somewhere going, yeah, Scotland won the World Cup. <laughs> I don't think it was my brother. I think it was someone in skill. Vanuatu won World War Two. <sighs> come on, just bring up the thumbtacks. I don't normally support deathmatch wrestling, but when it's Jimmy Havoc, it is frustrating me seeing a lot of Brit Res guys not getting used because, like, I know they don't look like they can be amazing, but I know that Jimmy Havoc can be amazing. Jimmy Havoc is very character-based, though. His in-ring stuff's good. It, it depends yeah, no, who he's he in with. I think his best times during like that massive heel run in progress. And, like, he didn't look like someone who could be a world champion for two years, but he was a nasty fucking bastard. Have they just shaken hands? <laughs> My God. You are not spread... Kids watch this, Cody. God's sake. No, but Cody made a point before he went out of knocking the elbows together with Omega and Shivani, but has just full-on... Sh- well, I suppose oh, they have been touching. To be fair, he shook Audrey Edwards' hand as well. Oh, True. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
So watch it. Have you basically just seen the Jimmy Havoc we've had to watch for the podcast and then on AEW? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't like Cody's Ozcutter. Um, I think it's... It's not... Oh. Because, like, normally when Bigger he steals fall. a move... Normally when he steals a move, there's a storyline re- reason for stealing the move. Like, he would tag team partners or, like, this is dad's greatest rival. When he does the Oscutter, he's just like, oh, well, Osprey's the back of the world. I'm going to steal his move. Jimmy Havoc pulling on Cody's ear. <laughs> I once saw Jim, um, at Ring of Honor on a reunited, I think it was, um, I saw Jim, Jimmy Havoc versus Christopher Daniels. Yeah. And <laughs> Christopher Daniels got a paper cut. Ooh. Yeah, it's most immediate. It's like I, w- I forget who said it, but like wrestling, um, like bumps in wrestling has to be immediately recognizable of how it would hurt. Because otherwise, what's the point? Mm. I think it's sort of why like Pete Dunne has sort of fallen off a wee bit because it's finger manipulation. That's not automatically obvious how it would hurt all the time. No. Um, I think that's why Jimmy Havoc's done well because like everyone, everyone's had a paper cut. Was it on... Um... Is that No. No. I'm sorry, this, I see a mohawk and it's like, Monsarge. <laughs> Cody's literally just went, right, who's going to bump for me? <laughs> Jimmy, come over. Why is Jericho in there now? Because he's... <laughs> when did he get there? I think he's spare to bet. <laughs> <laughs> Starting a havoc chant. Havoc, havoc, havoc. Be fair, it's better than. Have you heard the chants Jimmy Havoc gets in progress? Jimmy, you're a cunt. Jimmy, Jimmy, you're a cunt. Oh. Jimmy Havoc commentating on his own match. That's amazing. I do kind of. <laughs> it's just like, hi, Tony. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Hi, Tony. <laughs> it's like me when I'm talking to Garth. Hi, Garth, Chris. Why the fuck are you here? Hi, Garth. <laughs> Dustin does it better. Dustin does do it better. To be fair, Dustin might be my favorite Rhodes. More than Dusty? I didn't really live through Dusty. I know you didn't live through Dusty, but... I mean, for me, there's only one real Rhodes, and of course, that's Brandy. Um... (laughs) You bastard. Um... (laughs) What's that supposed to say about this match? It's an alright match. Nothing botchy. Nothing botchy, but, like, Cody's definitely going to beat Havoc. Oh, one billion percent. Like, if Havoc beats Cody, I will. What can I do with embarrassing that's immediately around me? Um, I'll give away my pin number. No, I won't. You can't have my <laughs> pin number. Oh. Get a disgusting knacker tattoo like Cody. 
Mate, I would never no. expect you to do that. It is fucking rank. It is rank. It's not just fair. But if I was on the arm or something, I literally wouldn't pay it no mind. Oh, if it was on his chest next to the dream tattoo, I'd pay it no mind. Thing is, he very clearly loves that design because it's on his gear. When he was in Bullet Club, he didn't wear this many Bullet Club logos. Oh, this could be nasty. Oh, I thought he was going to brain bust him then onto the steps. Jesus. So did I. Which, like, what in kayfabe, why wouldn't you? Because it's a wrestling match and you don't want to kill him. <laughs> Cody, where are you going, buddy? Cody, the match isn't over. Cody, come back. <laughs> come, on, Cody. come on, guys. Cody! Oh, Cody! 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 Oh, there he is. It's all right. Come back. I hate that move. Yeah, not a it's completely fine when it's just one long ramp, but when you go backstage, to be fair, uh, the NXT UK tapings, they had the dark match afterwards to send the crowd home happy because GOIV won the main event. So Mustache Mountain came out to save No I'm Dare. Um, and then it was Mustache Mountain versus um, GYV. Hmm. Do you want to know what Tyler Bate did? He did his um, aeroplane spin out of the ring, up the ramp, backstage. And then about a minute later, came back still spinning. That's quite impressive. In fact, I doubt he was spinning backstage, but still. Ooh, that was good. <laughs> I love how better Jericho is. I think oh, no, that's, said... not Jeric- that's not Jericho's best um, jacket, though, is it? Oh, God, no. Certainly not the most wonderful. expensive, either. Have you seen the expensive Geritons 3000? <laughs> oh my... To be fair, like, Jimmy Havoc isn't good at locking in submissions. He's not good at moves, to be fair. Like, his Rainmaker's poor. It's his storytelling. Let him tell stories. Oh, the acid Rainmaker like... is fucking terrible. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, he could... Like, I... It's like some people, it's like, oh, what um, move would fit his character. Like, a Rainmaker does not fit Jimmy Havoc's character. No, it doesn't. Not at all. Like, it's like if Cody started doing a 6... Actually, I can imagine Cody doing a 630. <laughs> Just to prove he can do it. I told you I'm good. <laughs> That's basically Cody's thing. It's like, am I your favourite now? It's basically Triple H. <laughs> we'll do anything to become someone's favourite. Triple H anyone's favourite wrestler? Um, Stephanie's. That didn't count. That was a good lot. Also, Steph- Stephanie already went on record to say that Hulk Hogan was his favourite. Be fair, that was right as we were bringing Hulk Hogan back, but still. I'm pretty sure if we go back in time, she'll give a different favourite every time. Oh, Steph can fuck off. She really can. <laughs> oh, but when Garth says Hulk Hogan's his favourite, it's fine. Oh, wait, no, but not. But not. Outside, there's a roof. Is the roof just at the front? Oh, it might just not have sides then. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> more to Kenny's not offering a lot of insight to this match. Oh, super inverted suplex, very nice. I don't like moves where people take it predominantly on their knees. Ever since I saw Kevin Nash. Oh, and Crossroads! Oh, fucking he spiked himself. That was like an RVD cell. 
Why is he doing another one? Yeah, no. It's not. <laughs> Calm down, Cody. Two, three. Why has Cody done another one there? And why did he deliver it like a heel? Um, maybe he's getting unraveled because of the MGF loss. Don't touch him, Audrey. God damn it. Audrey, you're not listening. <laughs> what is, I'm sorry, Sean Spears betting for Cody? Possibly. Oh, quick, Brandy, oh, get in the ring. Brandy. Brandy, get in the ring. Quick, Brandy, get your, t- get your TV time, Brandy. Come on. In the ring, Brandy. Come on, Brandy. That was that is such an unloving hug. That's the type of hug my aunt gives me. <laughs> no, that's the type of hug I give my nan because I'm scared I'll break her in half. <laughs> right. Surely Jericho should be on commentary. Surely. Yeah, that would be so much better. Shut up, Tony, you stupid idiot. Shut your ass. Or you're going to get it. Oh, there's a fire. Jake! Why is swear words so much funny when they're bleeped out? I think it's just because at the moment Jake feels like an old man at the bar of a pub. <laughs> he really does. He looks like someone in GTA who's going to give you a mission. Oh my god, he's so good. Oh, what a line. Did Jake just forget Arn Anderson's <laughs> name? <laughs> Could we not have edited that out? I love that he's now referring to Brandy as Cleopatra, even though Cleopatra had nothing to do with Julius Caesar. Really? I was thought we were married. No, it's Mark Antony. Oh. I'm very confused now. There's an entire Shakespeare play based around it. Oh. Do, you, do, I, do, you, do I strike you as a man of culture? You're English, so... Fuck off! Oh my god, why is he still the best promo? He is. He is a really, really good promo, but I ask you one question. Did any of it make sense? (laughs) No, but like, he's from the 80s. The way he delivered it was incredible, but did it make sense? 
I think he's inviting Cody to have a fight. Like, in, if we were to transfer it directly to the Queen's English, um, it would be, hey, Lance Archer wants to fight you. Come, come fight. Oh, right, we don't get filler segments now, do we? Because... Oh, uh, no, we so get th- this now. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So what, did you f- um, what do you think of Formula 1 being pushed back? Um, I d- literally do not care about Formula 1. I hate it. <laughs> in my opinion, it's not being f- pushed back far enough. <laughs> to be fair, like, it makes it super interesting because A, Red Bull normally... Sorry, I'm going to go on this rant now. A, Red Bull normally don't get going until halfway through the season. Well, now it starts halfway through the season, so we're going to have all that technical development already, so it might be more of a fair fight. Also, um, because and a lot of Mercedes' best tracks, like Canada and Australia, have been taken out of the... Um, have been taken off the calendar, so... Again, Red Bull has and Ferrari have more chance to take it to Mercedes, who are more likely to have bad races at places like Austria or Sing- do we have no we don't have bad races in Singapore. Where, where do we Mexico, that's where we normally have duds. So yeah, I think it could be interesting. I know you can't see me, but throughout the entire thing I was dancing really, really elaborately to the Dynamite theme song. And praying your girlfriend does not. By the way, um, I logged into Facebook and saw a photo you were tagged in of you playing Jenga in your garden. Yes, that's correct. Yes, fucking <laughs> that, enjoying isolation, are we? That's that's how today has gone. Yes, I went for a walk. Uh, I've done an absolute fucking ton of work, um, and yeah, that's basically that's basically how what I've been doing. I won at big Jenga. To be fair, like, wouldn't a big man have, um, like yourself, quite tall, um, have the advantage in big man gender? Did you really have to clarify big man tall? <laughs> yeah, but, but like, if it's to say big man, people might construe that as, like, a weight comment when it's not. You're an incredibly fit gentleman. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it. You're going to make me blush. <laughs> <laughs> are, you wearing, are you wearing the jumper? of your own face. I give him one button to skill. I'm not plugging my own my uh my own like likeness now. What did you say? To be fair, I think if you did did wear that into school, um the kids um you look after will get a big pop out of it. Oh yeah. They'd love it. This, you should do it next year on the last day of school. <laughs> and we're still on the break. Oh no! Five minutes. We could have thrown it. Wait. We could have thrown a dark match in there. And we're back. And we heard someone say, "And we're back as well." <laughs> have you heard the leaked audio from Dick Kevin Dunn directing an NXT episode? No, I haven't. It's amazing because <laughs> he's just flagging off all the contestants. Oh, it's just piss poor, isn't it? That. What the tattoo? <laughs> to be fair, like he at least could have thrown a hoodie or something on because he's glean he's glazed. Let's just say, a light glaze. Very attractive man, though. Yeah, like you wouldn't kick him out of bed, would you? Uh, after that tattoo, one hundred percent yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Brandy has. <laughs> Lance Archer didn't Japan, but he has a body of work here. Not at all. And I don't want to be a whining ass 
In America, he has tons. He was in TNA. I was just going to say, WWE. did you not watch the Rock and Roll Connection? Lance Hoyt. <laughs> he sounds like a heel. I have that many people. Okay, so Lance Archer is going to debut next week. He's going to absolutely murder someone. And let's be honest, it's probably going to be... It's going to be QT Marshall. Because he's in the fucking family, but not important. Yeah, he's like the uncle you don't really give a shit about. I only have one uncle, so... Oh, Darby Allen. Oh, I love Darby. <laughs> what the fuck? A, li- <laughs> A little bit of the book listened- written on in marker pen. <gasps> he listened to In Utero one time. <laughs> Is he supposed to be having a dinner party with the Inner Circle? Is that where this is going? Yeah, but like in that case, why is he taking on Kip? There you go. There you go. That's why he's sacrificing Kip Sabian. Is this what Kip Sabian's theme song is now? I didn't know that. It's where Kip Sabian, because he's one of those people who weren't even like massive on the indie um UK indie. So like, he wasn't wrestling for like progress or ICW. Like maybe Rev Pro, but that's not big. He's not got the most stellar record, has he? No, like the thing is he won the first ever AEW singles match. Against Sammy Guevara. Yeah. It was a good match, actually. Oh, I remember this last week. The Jingle Keona slap out of nowhere. Oh, Kip Sabian <laughs> looks like such a fuckboy. Honestly, Kip Sabian then looked like someone who was trying to toy with his dad. He looks like someone who's been, just been hit in the face for the first time. Tommy Allen genuinely got a tattoo on the inside of his lip. Yeah. Do you fair, Lita and Punk have matching tattoos on the inside of their lips. Why the fuck would you do that? Speaking of someone who has tattoos, absolutely not. Yeah, I I don't understand it. Though in all seriousness, all jazz side, this should be a good match. Don't, it does boast the question, why is it not Colt Cabana versus uh, Kip Sabian? <laughs> oh, God, she just threw it to Penelope Ford. I, I find it weird for Penelope Ford being with anyone but Janela. Also, Kip Sabian's trunks, and I know you yeah. can't have heel trunks, but they don't look very heelish, do they? They're too bright, aren't they? Yeah. I'm glad you think the same thing. 
But like, I think that's I think the black is meant to make it more heelish. I think it's meant to be like a show off, like Ziggler. Yeah, but think about like the NWO. If they came out in turquoise shirts, I mean, they came out with Virgil. That hurt the credibility more. But... <laughs> yeah, true, can't argue with that, mate. <laughs> but like, plenty, plenty of fields have worn bright colours. Name three. Um, the Miz, Alberto Del Rio. The Miz doesn't. Matt... The Miz didn't wear bright colours. You wore right, black. Okay. Okay, Alberto Del Rio, Dove Ziggler, Macho King, Randy Savage. Macho King, it was part of his gimmick. You can't have Macho King. I... What did Del Rio wear? <laughs> Del Rio wear, wore black. He wore gold. Oh, yeah, but he's better than you. That's why. Not you personally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. CM Punk. Yeah, yeah. They want bright colours, though. White and yellow, white, pink, red. They were mainly blue. They were mainly black and blue. Yeah. Oh, like the Chicago flag colours. Which, to be fair, that's probably one of my favourite flags, the Chicago flag. It's just cool. Can you name Actually, any uh, other American state flags? Uh, um, The California one that had the bear on it. I knew that was the one you were going to come out with. <laughs> I knew that that was the only other one you knew. Yeah, but you, you set the bar too low. <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> It's like it's like Manish, I was angry with Manish the other day, and I was like, "All right, name one country." She said Scotland. I'm like, "Okay, that's on me." <laughs> I didn't set the parameters properly. Yeah, that fair enough. <laughs> you win. You win this one, little girl. <laughs> to be fair, she knows what a lariat is because I keep um, lightly tapping her head and saying "lariato." <laughs> And like she was like, "Can you show me a real lariato?" I'm like, "I'm not sure you're old enough." <laughs> Turn her inside out. Big no, lucha like, arm drag. Because like she enjoy, she, like she enjoys being like pretend power bombed and stuff. Um, because she's seven, and uh, she she turned to me and was like, "Why don't you give me a real power bomb like the re- actual wrestlers do?" I'm like, "Cause you would die. <laughs> you're seven years old." Oh, that was a lame uh, throw, wasn't it? Good grief. How are we in an empty arena and still having a smudge in the crowd? Is this TNA? Excellent use of the word smudge, by the way. Yeah, I watch OSW. Um, see what, for OSW references sake, what bar is Kip, Stab- Kip Sabian? Um, I have an answer. Is he a blue ribboned? Ooh, good, but not why I had. I had a timeout there. Uh, yeah, there's no red in it, though, is there? That's the only thing. Yeah, but it's like the right blue. Yeah, I'll give you that. He's a Yorkie. Only for men. <laughs> well, Penelope Ford can quite clearly tell you that's not the case. I mean, like, I, I, it could be a sham marriage. Marriage? It's not, even, it's not even a marriage. What am I on about? Marriage? <laughs> marriage? Don't ruin I'm that sorry, dream not... for me. I don't get people's love of Penelope. But again, I guess it's like the Mandy Rose thing. Penelope Ford is a very, very good-looking woman. You, you can't deny that. Yeah, but like, I don't... She's very... I don't know. I'm... I don't know. Not my type. Fair enough. 
Darby Allen on the other hand. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love that Cody's just turning on. Are we in the commercial break? It's Tony Schiavone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, why do you, like, the timekeeper doesn't need to be there, does she? Um, is the timekeeper also Brandy? God, I hope not. All she Brandy, do everything. Well. I mean, we should stop being mean to Brandy. What is she? A wrestler, a ring announcer, a manager, social media coordinator, social media personality, um, um, Dog owner. I mean, we have to give it credit. It's very hard to be shit at six jobs. <laughs> so when do you think Darby <clears throat> Allen's going to get another um, championship shot? Uh, when they introduce second title. We really need to do that, don't we? Cause look at all this amazing mid-card talent they have. Well, having just introduced Brody Lee... Um... Sorry for those of you at home who are expecting us to commentate on this match. It's, it's your typical Darby Allen, you know, Darby Allen style match. Um, I think you know you've just introduced Brody Lee, who is a good star, a big star, good signing, um, but he's he's not going to be your top star. I don't think he's ever going to be your top star. So that secondary title has got to be there for someone like you know Darby Allen, who I don't think is going to reach that upper echelon. You say that. I think Darby Allen will have like a Johnny Gargano, Sami Zayn, um, Dan O'Brien type story because the crowd fucking love him. Yeah, I, I can't argue with that. His crowd reactions have always been excellent, but stupid as it sounds now, don't forget All Elite is also a business. Is he going to be the market that, say, a Chris Jericho is, or, say, a John Moxley is, no, or a Kenny Omega, for example. No, he's not, but, like, your champ- as long as he's headlining against those people, your, dra- your champion doesn't need to- That's how you make stars, you put them against those people. And that's how they've made Darby Allen star, because you put them against, like, your Moxley's and your Pax and your Jericho's. He lost, but he looked good. I like Darby Allen. Don't get me wrong, I really like Darby Allen. I- whether same- I see him as a champion not- or not. I'm not... I'm not saying give him the championship now. I'm saying like make it like a six-month, year-long story, and eventually he'll get the championship. And then, like, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Drop it back to Jericho a couple months later or something. Given the right storyline, it absolutely could work. But saying that with the right storyline, I I stand by the fact that the majority of people can hold the championship if you tell the right story. You know, I mean, look at the look at um, Jinder Mahal for example just you know everything was right with that championship reign it ended far far too soon um, <laughs> you dick there was a moment there where you were like is he being serious no I thought you were going to reference the Adam Blompier video oh that good booking video that to be fair yeah like it's the biggest struggle between um, my morals and my enjoyment of shows is Adam Blompier yeah, for me, Adam Blompier's brilliant, so... I mean, I keep seeing elements of Adam Blompier in your delivery. Really? Yeah, it's mostly the accent, like the generic English accent. <laughs> so because I'm English? Yeah, basically. And again, I say that. Um, who'd Garth be if we were what culture? Um... <laughs> He'd be King Ross. No, he'd be Kenny McIntosh. How would he be Kenny McIntosh? Just the putting up with no bullshit thing. You're going to say I'm Jack for Jabber, aren't you? Yeah, 100%. You're a five-year-old child. Not five. Five and a half. 
<laughs> Ooh, that's actually a good dodge. He's very impressive in ring, Derby. He's, his timing's really good. Like, his moveset's flashy. I wish he'd stop doing the coffin drop. <laughs> he, see, he managed to make a toe pay. Interesting. But seriously, it's because he takes it almost like a rugby tackle. It's a like um, a heat-seeking missile. Here. Yeah. Like, it's like Austin Aries, if you remember his. Yes, I do remember his. What the fuck is he doing nowadays? Isn't he an MLW? Yeah, he must be. You know, that's the last fact time I saw, but like that was about a year ago, so like surely that bridge is, bur- is burned by now. Yeah, surely he's done something to fuck that up. Dang! Dang! Not damn, dang! Austin Aries. Ooh. Time for Hermione Granger time turn. Have we just had a Harry Potter reference? Yeah, but like, thing is, because she said a Hermione Granger time turner, it's not. A, if he just said time turner, I'd be like, oh, cool, little Harry Potter reference. Hermione, Gre- he very clearly just read that off Wikipedia. <laughs> it's like when, remember the first few weeks of NXT UK when Flash Morgan Webster would come out and, um, what was it, Vic Joseph would read basically the Wikipedia article for what a mod is. Mod is a subculture of British rock from the, starting with the 1969 band The Who. I do remember that, yeah. I've only watched Progress Show and they were just, just making references because they're like, oh, people already know this. I want to, like, honestly, I want to, if I was to buy a t-shirt to help a thing, I'd, I'd probably go with an AEW t-shirt. Why is the Cody t-shirt giving proceeds toward COVID-19 research? This, this shit tattoo. <laughs> oh. Last Supper. That was good. Very interesting pink combination. I like that. Yeah, it's like a, a Zoomies finish. It is. You know what's bad? I know um, my friend Aaron, right? Every time I bring up wrestling, he's like, Chris, do you watch Stardom? I'm like, stop it. <laughs> I just want to talk about wrestling with you. Can you stop? Oh, very nice. Very ingenious. The list of companies Austin Aries has worked for as like a major, on a major full-time basis is disgusting. Stop burning bridges at Austin. You're so good. His run as Impact Champion was outstanding. I didn't see that one, but like I saw the last match against um, Impact, and that was good. Yeah. Yeah, he's with MLW. But it doesn't sound like he's doing anything of note there, because like, Jacob Fatu is their champion. And oh. Alexander Hammerstone is their openweight champion. We're back to a, ver- We're back to a break again. Why don't they put like the um, No Mercy music behind this? Oh no, we're back now. I think maybe it's just. <laughs> to be fair, that's a re- that's an impressively large screen. It is. It is. Like I. Sorry, like I was driving driving at the same time. It's charmer and professional. Oh, yes. Um, no, it's just showing us the same thing, just on 
<laughs> just from a slightly <laughs> wider angle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get it again and again. Again and again and again. And again and again and again. Dynamite! It's actually quite bad. I got Dizzy Plus. And that's basically all I've watched on it is Simpsons. Oh, mate, no. You need to watch... Um... <laughs> I was just going to tell you what, what to watch then. Um... Oh, fuck. Mandalorian. Yeah, I do need to get to Mandalorian. I might watch that after we're done here today, to be honest. Mostly because I think we'd make Gav happy. Well, they've only released three episodes in the UK. They're releasing every what? Friday, I think. To be fair, they're doing the same thing with fucking High School Musical, the musical for series. I've never hated you more than in during that sentence. Right. Right, so I watched High School Musical as a child and enjoyed it. Um... No, you didn't. You think you did. You were brainwashed <laughs> no, into thinking you did. Come on. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I don't watch it now because I know I'll hate it. But you watched the TV series. No, here's the thing. The TV series is like if Glee and Parks and Recreation had a baby. Uh, what happened to you, man? What do you mean what happened? This has always been me. <laughs> Just let me be me. But like, they're putting, it's like in the real life world, um, world but not because it's still a fictional show. Um, they're putting on the musical High School Musical in the school where High School Musical was shot. Chris, I cannot tell you how little I give a shit about <laughs> High School Musical, the musical, the series. If you've bought Disney Plus just for that reason, you need neutering. I, I didn't buy it just for that reason. I mostly bought it because I watched the Marvel films enough to warrant the price. And also, I gave the password out to my friend because she likes Marvel and to my mum because she likes Mary Poppins. <laughs> just just Mary Poppins. <laughs> no other Disney film, just Mary Poppins. Oh, off the bed knots and broomsticks, which is basically Mary Poppins, but shitter. Oh, we've got a replay of the feud between Hager and Dustin now. See, why didn't they just do video packages for like I, this? I've told you that. <laughs> Jake Hager, MMA, Bellator. Look at that referee's beard. It was impressive, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It's like if my hair became a beard. They're doing the best to make Hagel look absolutely fucking unstoppable. It's great. To be fair, fair I, I think every company needs that sort of legit MMA badass. How long do you think before we get Hager versus um, Lance? Well, it needs to happen, but also that means one of them needs to lose. Um, no, that's a good point. And honestly, if Lance Archer doesn't win after they stole him from New Japan, I'm going to neuter someone. Who have we got here? Oh, it's the Rainmaker Posse. You know what? His theme song from um, WWE, his first one, is really underrated. What, the We the People one? No, the one before that. All oh, right. I say that I just liked him because it's the first time I saw gut wrench moves, and I really like gut wrench moves. I'm a simple man. Oh, Chico Adams, bless you. <laughs> I like big sweaty men. Chico Adams is going to get absolutely fucking battered, isn't he? 
Chico's gonna die. Quick, gonna die. Okay. Chico's gonna die. Nah, nah, More nah, or less nah, than nah, 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 nah. More or less than thirty seconds. Um, hang on. Stop wasting time to get to thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. More. Okay. Oh my lord. I think it's already been thirty seconds. To be fair. Yeah, I think you're probably right. <laughs> I win. Oh, is he going to pin him with the Vader bomb? To be fair, he had the great Vader bomb. I love the fact that they don't call it the Swagger bomb. It's the Vader bomb. Well, yeah, we can call it the Swagger bomb. The Hager bomb. The Hager bomb. How do you think? Because like Hager, despite the fact of having a really good win loss record, still doesn't feel. You know that problem Ryback had, where he just sort of faced jobbers. Yeah, he's kind of like what established star do you feed? Because they fed Dustin to him, but it didn't work. They need to feed him a big star. And there we go, victory. I reckon that was a minute. Um, <laughs> well, let's give him a match like I don't know against Kenny, maybe. Kenny could take a loss. I'm not just necessarily thinking can take a loss, because after all, Dustin took a loss. I'm thinking people who can take a loss but make Hager look good. Then again, I think I'd rather see Kenny versus Lance. Oh my God, yes. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd have, I would have preferred to have seen it in the G1, but oh, hello, Moxley. Where have you been, son? I'm sorry, but like, should, this is the first time he's been on TV since he got put for like three weeks. Shouldn't he this be bigger? Yeah, paradigm shift. I mean, you say that, but don't forget, you know. Sorry, I got distracted by the paradigm shift. Oh, and ankle lock. He just no sold the paradigm shift. Hmm. I think one of Moxley's transitional sort of championship defense is going to be against Hager. It's going to be a DQ loss, isn't it? Um. Well, you're in an He's... awkward predicament where you don't want Moxley to lose, but you're building Hager as like this unstoppable then, force. Then why put him against Moxley? That's the problem when you build this as a wrestling league. The more you win, the more you go up the lead table, the more you're going to challenge for championships. I guess, but like if you look at like act, like actual sport sports, it's not they don't only just take um win losses into account. Like a lot of the time whoever's facing the UFC champion doesn't have the best win loss record. No. But yeah. well uh We'll see. I'm I'm not sure I want to see one of those matches because entertaining as Moxley is, he's not the best in ring. No, he can't carry someone. No, he can have great matches as proved in last year's G1, but, you know, he was against some outstanding or, uh, people. Wrestle Kingdom. Or Wrestle Kingdom, yeah. Wrestle Kingdom's or match against beginning. Lance was great. Who did he face? At? Oh, yes, uh, Suzuki. Some people gave out five stars. Like, Joseph Montesalio gave that five stars. I don't think it was that good. It was it was a good match. Very good match. I don't think it was that. 8 out of 10 for me. High 8. I can't remember if I gave it 8 or if I gave it 9. So you're still sad that there's no cup? Oh, God, yes. I've had to do my own. Uh, first round, uh, Ishii 
knocked out by Kenta and Okada beat Tauchi. You cunt. I know, I'm sorry. Um, is this some fire, bro? Yes, and then in the second sort of bracket, I've got Osprey versus Farley and Evil versus Hanare. And then on the other side of the bracket, I've got Tana versus Jay White, um, Ibushi versus Suzuki, Shingo versus Zack, and Sonada versus someone. Are you expecting Sonata to go over with someone? Yes. Um, to be fair, I've got um, I've been do- doing that um, bowler thing I was talking about yesterday. Oh yeah. Um, we have half of the second round done. Okay. Um, Almas beat Brock. Interesting. Um, Pack beat Ishikawa. Okay. Um, Brooks- Alistair Black beat Sammy Callahan. Yeah. So so. The matches last of the second round is Arisa versus Jake Lee. Not Jake yeah. Lee, um, Keith Lee. <laughs> um, Will Ospreay versus Phoenix. And Hiromu Takahashi versus AJ Styles. Hiromu Takahashi kept dropping Mayu on her neck. I, God, can you imagine that as an actual real-life match? It'd be no, absolute I told fucking to... chaos. They, di- they both die. Jesus yeah, Christ. They, they would both die. Come on, mate. Have you watched the Mayo Hero match yet? No. <laughs> do it. I will fucking... do oh, it. I watched AEW Dark. <laughs> and hey, you like AEW Dark don't... just happened to be there, alright? Don't judge me for you know my dark ha- watching. You know what else happens to be there? Ihora versus I'm really scared I've built it up too oh much. Oh my god, shut up. <laughs> if that's not something you can um fairly say on a podcast. That's true. <laughs> it's for, like, right now, shut up. Zebra is nothing. <laughs> that was awkward. <sighs> so we're on another break, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, as you can probably guess. <laughs> I mean, um, like, they probably have the screen up. But, I mean, so far, Chris, we are 50 minutes into this episode of Dynamite. About halfway in. Not a lot to write home about. No, as I said, it's, probably, it's just a ton of matches. It's a transitional yeah. dynamite, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, interview with Moxley. Let's see what good old John has to say. I wonder if he can cut a promo. Fair enough. Typical Moxley promo. Yeah. He's going to die someday. Um, That's the spirit. That wasn't where I was going with that, but yeah, (laughs) sure, why not? I mean, like, it's it's certified, unless we reach for singularity within the next 30 years. Oh. Now we're cutting to the Wyatts. I mean, the exalted one. Calm down. Just because Brody Lee's better than um, Bray Wyatt. 
Yeah. Apart from his attire. His attire is terrible. The coat, sick. The trousers, awful. What's wrong with the jeans? He's a coat leader. Coat leaders wear jeans. He looked very distracted by that light bulb. Hashtag Wyatt. Calm down. Right, you like every fucker I see on Twitter. <laughs> you like that one guy we follow who like keeps shitting on AW despite the fact he says he doesn't watch it. <laughs> Luke Harper looks in a lot better, uh, lot better condition. He's leaned up. Well, that's- well, that's the thing. Like every time someone a wrestler is sent home, we basically we don't know what else to do. So we just work out all day. Yeah. Like he knows that every time someone comes back from injury, they come back ripped. Apart from Samoa Joe, but like <laughs> I feel like I feel like something would be lost if Samoa Joe was suddenly in a Jonas. You losers. See, I can't hear loser anymore without thinking of a B P C promo from um. No people gate where she was just like, "You're a fucking loser," and no show pie young girl is gonna fucking change that. Yeah. It's fucking Tommy's gonna team up with Tulsaia. That lariat is fucking great. It is great. It's the first discus lariat I ever saw, and I fell in love with it. Lukaku was my favorite person to play in WWE 2K15. I mean, that game was dog shit, but Lukaku was great. He has really thick eyebrows. He's a very good promo because Sydney was never allowed to talk in the WWE. Yeah, but like he was never allowed to talk because he was next to Bray Wyatt. Who is, yeah, a very good promo. Yeah, fair enough. What an amazing promo, but then when he was with Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman most of the talking. It's weird. I used to hate Cody with blonde hair, but now every time I see him, like an old man with him with black hair, yeah, I just can't. Yeah, it's weird. It's all like how when Jericho came back with short hair, um, I, it was so weird, but then, like, you just got used to it. Yeah. Oh, someone's oh, eating that, steak. That looks like a really nice steak. This week on Table for Free. <laughs> oh, at least we now know how Luke Harper likes his steak. Yeah. He's a medium rare man. So what does the bald guy have? Sorry. Is he supposed to be Vince McMahon? Is that a thing Vince McMahon is known to do? I think so, yeah. That's weird. I swear that steak oh, keeps there it is. It's the sneeze. <laughs> 
it is Vince is that McMahon. Also a thing Vince McMahon is known to do. <laughs> He eats like an idiot. He does. Like, he's cutting it up like he's cutting it through a child. But, hilarious Vince McMahon parody. Yeah, that was good. Actually, I know that is a Vince McMahon parody because it's been in all the fucking news, all the rag sheets. Um, apparently, Vince is pissed off about it. Good. That's kind of the point. He's like, I never want to watch work. But you know, Luke Harper strikes me as someone who just wants to wrestle. Like, he strikes me as someone if like he stuck him on NXT and said we can give we'll give you a match every couple of weeks, he'd be happy. You know what I mean? Mm. Sort of like how like Eddie Kingston every time he cuts a promo, he's like, I don't want to be the guy, but just give me something to do and I'll work for your company. <laughs> I'm intrigued to see what Luke Harper's entrance theme, sorry, Brody Lee's entrance theme song's going to be. Yeah, you're going to have to bear over there, because we've known him as Luke Harper for six years. It took us, like, a month to stop calling um, Hager Swagger. Illuminati! Illuminati! <laughs> Is he going to come out with a lamp? <laughs> dum, do, do, dum, dum. Got your place in his mouth. I'm glad we're not even attempting the code orange version. <laughs> to be fair, that's a low key match of the year is Brian versus The Fiend. Mm, it, it was alright. It's. It, I don't think it was that good though. I'll give it an 8 out of 10. It was alright, like I say. I, I just, I it's don't definitely see the it best as... Fiend match because Daniel Bryan can make magic with anyone. True. Daniel Bryan's the only person outside of a Rumble to get a main roster 8 out of 10 this year against. Um, well, to get two because he also got one for his match against Gulak because that match was fucking great. Oh, different gear for Luke Harper this week, Brody Lee this week. and Much better. Much better, yeah. Not great still. <laughs> Much better. Still not a fan of the pants, but there we go. But, but they're better fitting. <laughs> yeah, they're not as fucking baggy. No, but it looks like he's getting fashion advice from Jimmy Havoc. Oh, we've got we've had no lumberjack match, by the way, and we've had no parking lot brawl, and not advertised either. To be fair, I think they got must they got quietly cancelled. I, I, yeah. Why wouldn't they? For obvious reasons, I think we can forgive them. We haven't actually talked about this properly. What do you actually think? Because like every time we did AEW reviews in the past, um, you weren't there. It was just me and Garth. What do you think of AEW's actual like aesthetic? I like it. I think yeah, it's got a great like aesthetic. It. Yeah, like it doesn't look like WWE. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've got no problem with this. I think its sound could do with a couple of tweaks, but that's been an ongoing issue. What, what would you tweak? Um... Sound coming in at the right time. Um, okay, well, that's not power though, it's fair. Levels. It? No, I didn't say aesthetics. I said sound. Uh, I said the aesthetics uh, okay. are fine. Oh, do you remember when JBL, when um, Harper did that, said it was like a zombie Eddie Guerrero? Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone was like, dude, the guy's dead. Have you seen? Have you seen the um, Benoit documentary? I no, I'm making a point not to watch it. I've heard it's great, but 
Yeah, I'm, got try- no desire. Listen, I'm, tr- I'm trying not to watch it because, like, I, I, I know it's going to be an incredibly uncomfortable watch. But also, like, Garth said he loves it. My friend Aaron says he loves it. It's all over every Facebook group I'm in. Yeah. I know. I know. I like the Viceland stuff, but I like it. I prefer the. Um, have you ever. I've talked about the Wrestlers um, series, haven't I? Yeah. It's great. You'd, lo- you'd love it. It's, they go over like, all these little um, subcultures. And, like, there's the weirdest one. We went to a. Um, they go around like the indigenous provinces of Canada because like they don't get any other live entertainment so like that's basically how they make their money mm. and um, Ke- randomly Kaito Kiyomaya was there because huh. he was a young boy and he went out on an excursion to this random Canadian company nice QT Marshall's getting them way too much off yeah this match is getting ridiculously long black hole slam though bag of ham Bag of ham? Oh, it's W reference. Oh, okay. See, now I'm just hearing um, Black Hole Slam to Black Hole Sun in my my head. (laughs) Black Hole Slam! Oh, sister Abigail. Oh, don't... Oh, he does it into the... I don't like when we do WWE references all the time. Like, I think the Vince stuff is enough. Because he's fair, he does. Oh, I see. Because higher power thing. Yeah. The higher power alone. Oh, son of a bitch. He's fair, he also has lots of Vince McMahon look. He's got a very, very intense stare, hasn't he? Yeah. But there's absolutely no way QT Marshall should have gotten as much as he did. No. But you know, he's trained by Brandy's. <laughs> what are you going to do, Cody? Did anything come of Chima? Uh, Seema being given a mask, by the way, a revolution? No. No, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. I think we just—I think it's just what they do. This is what the Wyatt family should have done, though. Expanded. They never gained a new member that, apart from Braun. That's, that's why James Storm's revolution was better. Just, uh, it, yeah, it just it completely defeated the object. See that, but he's doing like a normal cult leader because a normal cult leader wouldn't abduct. He tries to expand just through his own cult. How did he get that scratch on him? Big boot on the side. Oh my god! Seriously, just air a VTR anything. I'd rather just Cody's tattoo be up on the. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. I love the fact that Garth, even as as early as late, sorry, as last week, thought it wasn't thought real. It was thought it was fake. Yeah, love that. I still can't believe that. So, have you ever, have you heard about this new game people have been playing on um, the underneath Brian Alvarez's um, ratings posts? No, it's called um, Smart Bingo, right? And it's basically. Someone posted there, and it's like all the things you see underneath the um, post. It was like, oh, another win for the good guys. Um, yeah, but like it doesn't include network numbers. Um, oh, but Rob still pulls in two million, so who cares? You know that 
kind of thing. Because people get really like stupid Why? underneath Brian Alvarez's. Like literally, Brian, the, the trying to say that Brian Alvarez is biased. He literally just posts for numbers. <laughs> That's literally all he does. He doesn't like he doesn't he doesn't do anything. He's just like okay, AEW this much, NXT this much. And what I loved, um, you know how NXT didn't even like um, rate last time, so we had to wait a little longer for the numbers. Yes. Um, <laughs> someone put underneath. Well, you could have waited for NXT's numbers. <laughs> like, he's literally not biased. Like, if you ever listen to Brian Alvarez, he literally just likes what he likes. To be fair, fair play to him. Fair play to him. Yeah. Like, he makes a living off of this, for a reason. I do enjoy every time someone's like... To be fair, NXT still had a good rating. It was still, uh, it was still over half a million. It was 669,000. Yeah. Oh, by the way, once we're done here, I recommend you go to Evolve's YouTube channel, because you know what we just uploaded um, yesterday? Mm, nope. Velveteen Dream vs. Orange Cassidy. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. I know. Dynamite. I'm Sorry. looking through now. Um, would not be happy at all if I was an AEW fan. What? Why? We got a high rating. And like, this has been an alright couple hours of wrestling so far, apart from all the breaks. But like, we can't. We'd normally skip them if it wasn't for the watch along. Oh, the watch long. And yes. we're back. Oh no, we're not. Yes, we are. Lights, but no music. Okay. They haven't. Oof. I like I'm saying oof like I didn't watch this last week. Be <laughs> fair, if, if it's a. Pretty good rule of thumb. The young bucks in there, right? The other young bucks, they're probably getting pinned. Yeah. Unless, apart from we always get a few token wins when we win Super Genius. That's the thing, though. Like, Super Genius sort of just reinforce that the young bucks need each other. True. Vanguard 1! I still love that. <laughs> I think that took a bit too long. Yeah, we talked about how he was sort of riffing wasn't he do you think he's going to keep the voice because he hasn't spoken yet well we'll find out today I think oh no there it is there it is <laughs> the box of okay, youth the thing is anyone can do a Matt Hardy impression because it's not a particular, it's not a specific accent You think it's going to bring a giraffe? <laughs> Santana was just like, what the fuck is this? He's <laughs> like, oh, fuck, I had to put it up with this in TNA and now I need to do it again. Oh, not again. Uh, one thing I'm happy about, Britt Baker's not there, so we're not getting the standard, oh, Tony Giovanni works in Starbucks once. No, you're right, actually. Like, at least, at least he's good in. Uh, he was a good barista. You're not a good wrestler. Fuck off. <laughs> I can gas a better wrestler than you, and he's not even trained. But he'd be a bruiser. He'd be like Stan Hansen. He wouldn't need to bump. Go on, Anderson. I've told you. 
Oh, I, I completely forgot that Nick Jackson died the other week. Oh, yeah. Fucking horrible as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was just sort of like, Jesus. I like how Jericho's like, oh, the Darth Bell, we're trying to help him. <laughs> We've just run into you, mate. And then Brandy was there for some reason. Of course she fucking was. You know, I really, I do like the Guns N' Roses t-shirt. It is ace, My only it? issue is, when Sammy Guevara wears it, it does not look like something Sammy Guevara would wear. No, it doesn't. The one he's wearing in there. None of the inner circle. Like, that puts him fine. Yeah. How could Hagen ever need to wear an inner circle t-shirt? Do you want to tell him that? Do you want to tell him Hager, that? Hagen, pump his t-shirt. No. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't even want to talk to Jake Hager. I imagine he's someone who takes everything very ser- seriously. It's like, hi, Jake. And then he puts me in a fucking ankle lock. Fucking full mount. <laughs> so, so Nick Jackson's dead. Yes. Um, he... he to be fair, Garth hates Matt, so he's really annoyed that his favourite buck is dead. Oh, brilliant. His West Coast correspondent. Okay, if 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 empty arena matches are going to give us like a couple of weeks of Matt Hardy bollocks, I'm completely okay yeah, with it. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's like, what the actual fuck is this? Have you ever seen like the Nick Jackson, Adam Cole, Matt Jackson, and Kevin Steen promo from PWG? Yes, I've seen that. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> I'll make everyone suck your dick. Not these guys, they're good Christian boys. We don't do that shit. <gasps> it's Sammy Guevara vs. Omega time! How is, how is this like the same basic beat as the Lucha Brothers theme, but so much better? I don't know. Because the Lucha Brothers theme is shocking. It's not great. I will grant you that. It is not great. Like, it looks like it was direct, it was trans, it sounds like it was di- translated directly from Spanish in Google Translate. <laughs> I think the, I think Proud and Powerful is supposed to be basically like their LAX theme. I think. Yeah. Thing is, I'm, I'm that's my most annoying, biggest annoying spell. AWs would be having used LAX, right? Because LAX is so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. That You're is... the best, Brandy. <laughs> Why? Because he was like Brandy. Brandy sounds like Wendy. <laughs> to be fair, you hate Sammy Guevara as soon as you look at him, don't you? Oh, you he would be... Uh, he'd be such a cunt. He would be such a cunt. 100%. To be fair, hang on, who was it? Do some, like, really big... Um... 
dudes, uh, oh, that was it, um, Baths, wrote an essay about professional wrestling and said um, it's an immediate theatre, you know, who's the good guy and bad guy as soon, you, as soon as you work out. That's where Sammy Guevara just under, understands wrestling. Yeah. Does make me laugh the, uh, the face that Audrey Edwards pulled when he tried to hit on Brandy and she's just like, just get away. Just get away. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Come on, Sammy, you can do better. <laughs> Welcome to Podmania, where we really don't like Brandy Rhodes. It's not it's not that I don't like Brandy Rhodes. She just keeps inserting herself. Yeah, in... just stop being there. Like, All the damn time. Also, we really need to cut Sammy Guevara's music now. It has been going on far too long. Remember that last year's WrestleMania, where the Hardys came out for the Battle Royale and their theme just wouldn't stop playing? <laughs> Blades Vanguard one. To be fair, I hope I hope there's more Vanguard one because he's the best. He's my favorite character. But actually, that's a lie. Um, he's not my favorite character. Can you guess who my favorite character is in the Broken Universe? Um, Senior Benjamin. Yes, it's Senior Benjamin. Oh yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> come on, come on, Rob. Freestyle. Don't know what I'm saying. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this like music Morty. still playing? What? Seriously, I'm really confused as to why this is still happening. And now the dynamite theme. Why's the dynamite theme not playing? <laughs> there we go. We're back. No, we're not. No, we're not. Where's Omega's theme music? I swear <laughs> there is more. Um, but there's more um, adverts than there normally is. No women's match this week, I just realised. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Bret Hart? I don't know. Uh, Garth would pop. He would. No one else would, because Bret Hart is, is, isn't a charismatic man, but... Who's a wrestler that everyone hates, um, who everyone loves rather, that you just don't get? Who's a wrestler that I just don't get? Yeah, that everyone else seems to just love. Um, I mean, Julie is a big one. Um, she, yeah, but like, she's not a bad saying, wrestler at all. And again, who, I'm not saying that. Just everyone who's just seen her in Star and doesn't like her. So, like, I don't think. We're alone in that. It's just massive Joshi Max. And, like, let's be honest, they're the worst kind of wrestling fans. Um, otherwise, um, <laughs> sorry about just doing press, I was waiting for the fucking music. Hey, to be fair, I used to not like this theme because I was such a big fan of his um, New Japan theme, but it's grown on me. It's all right. It's, it, isn't good. it isn't as good as his New Japan one. Well, his New Japan one fit his New Japan character well, whereas his, I, I'm not quite sure what his character is in, um, or in all elite yet. Just out of interest, what um, what what claim does Sammy Guevara have to the Mega Championship? Um, we we need to fill a defense, and we don't want to put one of our belts on the line. Right. Okay. <laughs> Byron, fair enough. Um. I think literally just went to AAA. Hey, to be fair, he does work in AAA, Sammy Guevara. So like, it's not like he's going in completely cold. But um, 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure if it went to AAA, hey, can we just defend your belt on telly or give you some exposure in America where you're trying to break in? Yeah, sure. Okay, fair enough. To be fair, also, I think for Kenny, it's just fuck you because New Japan hates AAA. Uh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> have you seen um, Omega's come back to DDT for their wrestling Peter Pan show? I have not. I want to watch one of those wrestling Peter Pan shows. They're meant to be really good, but also they're six hours long. Jesus. I know. And like, for DDT where I'm going to need a translation guide to go along, I can't be asked with that. No, no, that's fair enough. Of course. Is it? Well, oh, yeah, because Mahadi and Jericho isn't a match, it's a confrontation. Oh, uh, okay. The Challenger. He's from Texas? I was just going to ask that. Like, have we just not been paying attention? I mean, potentially. Best about a machine. To be fair, WCW did this too. They had like IWGP title defenses on TV. I miss him so much in New Japan, you know. I know that he was a so bit of a bell end, and, you know, there was animosity yeah, like there. I understand that from purely from an in-ring standpoint. Fucking hell, I miss so him. Good. Yeah. Just imagine, like, that G1 was fucking amazing. The last one, G1, uh, G1 Climax 29. Just imagine replacing one of the, you know, one of the not... I can't even say not one of the not very good ones. The only one was good. Imagine replacing Farley with Omega. Jesus. Imagine replacing Farley with basically anyone. Well, yeah. I take, I would take Maccabee over Farley. I would take Carl Fredericks. Too bad, I'd also take Carl Fredericks. Gabriel Kidd. Yeah, but Gabriel Kidd wasn't in the uh, promotion at that point, I don't think. True, he's also a um, junior, I'm pretty sure, because he was facing EOP. This is yeah, how much true. you miss New Japan, but it's spilling into our AEW country. Yeah, let's focus on the matter at hand, the Omega versus Guevara match. Because I imagine this, if if it's the main event of the evening, and we've still got 40 minutes left, this is going to go a good 20. Yeah, and then we're going to have the... To be fair, I'd, ha- I'd happily take out Kip Sabian's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not booked Cody. What? Am, I, am I the only one who can imagine that Billy Gunn and Austin Gunn have a weird relationship? Explain the weird relationship. Like, Billy Gunn strikes me as the type of father who would take his son to a strip club. Um, what, you imagine them being more mates than father-son? Yes, I imagine Billy hasn't been there for most of his life. Oh, you don't know that. I don't know that. That's been, I've been very athletic so far, hasn't it? Oh. oh, I love it when he does that. It's so weird about Guevara, because he has such a face moveset. And yet I fucking hate him. I love the fact that he showboated, but span a 
not quite enough. It was. It's like the last time Booker T tried to do a spin of Rooney. <laughs> Fucking hell, that was loud. Who was that? We're talking about track captions or something. Oh, okay. Cody's not very impressed, apparently. Kenny's kind of um, been like putting in actual good performances this year, though, for all the week. Well, if you think about his good matches... He's been against Pac, I get, but still. I was just going to say, his last man's... Sorry, his two out of three falls match against Pac was fucking great. Um, Him and Hangman versus the uh, the Lucha Brothers. That was amazing. As was um, him and ha- Hangman versus the Bucks. Obviously, yeah. One of the best tag team matches I've ever seen. Absolutely. I'm, I'm still fine with my with my rating of a nine. Yeah, I agree. I just I I'm do think, think it's I'm... one of the best matches of the best tag matches I've seen. I'm trying to think of a tag match I have given a ten. Um, you gave the Bucks versus the Golden Lovers a 10. Yeah, I did. Um, Angle, Benoit versus Edge and Mysteria. Yes, from No Mercy 2002, you did, yeah. I gave it the same, um, though, to be fair. Hansen and Gordy um, versus Coado and Tenryu. <laughs> Guevara flirting with Brandy again. Real Brandy right there. But also, please don't give her screen time. Yeah. What I hate most about Brandy's run in AEW that it's killed Austin Kong in AEW. <sighs> yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? Because <sighs> Austin Kong's so good. Yeah, and what, what, where's she going? What's she done? You know, since that time. <laughs> <laughs> Brandy's face is brilliant. <laughs> that, Brandy, that Brandy reaction has to be a has to be a meme. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's it's inherently rapey. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> and like the fact that Cody isn't beating the shit up yeah, Guevara every say, opportunity. Clearly, Cody has got no problem with this whatsoever. <laughs> it's probably Cody's idea. True. <laughs> oh, yeah, Cody's in commentary and he doesn't sound mad. <laughs> <laughs> Cody is such a dick right now. <laughs> what is this accent Cody... he's doing? Cody does not care. What do you think of... Here, Sammy Guevara is another example of a heel with a bright colour scheme. Yeah, I don't. They don't fit him. Not as in they, you know, size wise. Um, they, they're quite snug. Actually. <laughs> they just don't fit his character really, do they at all? What the, what the cocky show off? I think it fits him perfectly. Yeah. I think it's just because I don't like that style of pink. It's it's not it's not cause last thing. I think for pink to work in a wrestling attire, it has to be like a hot pink. Yeah, like maybe. A neon. Whereas here it's more like it, it looks more like a strawberry milkshake. Oh, a milkshake! Oh, a milkshake! What the fuck are you doing? Uh, my girlfriend showed me a song that she does with her year twos, and it's got in my head. 
A sticky, sticky ever... waffle. Oh, a milkshake. All Stop the it. eggs, all Why the eggs it? are Why broken. God's sake, it's like every time a niece walks in, she's playing Baby Shark. Stop it. Stop it. the eggs, the eggs are broken. I will walk to fucking Stoke and sack tap you. Sack tap. Have you never heard of a sack tap? I have heard of the sack tap. It's just I haven't heard it on this podcast. I was very, I was very worried it was just a Scottish thing. That's a sharp point right there. Because, like, for example, I thought everyone said, "What's your, um, what's puss?" And then you were like, "What are you on about?" Fucking stiff forearm then from Guevara. Beanie was. Guevara for me is someone who couldn't really like be as prominent as he is anywhere else. Yeah. Maybe PWG. <laughs> but like PWG doesn't give you enough um doesn't exactly give you like promo time, does it? Yeah. I think it's a good match. This is good, but like considering his previous defenses were against like like Dragon Lee. Sammy Guevara is literally using this match to hit on Brandy. And let's be perfectly Actually, honest, if you were Brandy and you had the option of going for Sammy Guevara or Cody, you're going for Cody, aren't you? I mean, like, he's the sounder financial option. He's a beautiful man. Apart from that tattoo. Oh, that was a That's shit a... slap. Uh, yeah, like, oh. Brandy has historically had all right slaps. She has. Have I got that in your head now? Yeah. I can only apologise. <laughs> I mean, in your defence, indirectly. Yes. I will murder you! <laughs> <laughs> At least when I like bring a song onto the podcast, it's a parody of a good song. Is it bad that I'm quite excited to see Kenny hit the one-winged angel because it's fucking ages since I've seen that move? I don't think he's going. I think he's kind of use that as like an only on special occasions type deal. Hmm. Oh, Black Taurus is amazing, by the way. I didn't, on... know, I didn't know Sammy Guevara had done work in AAA. Um, he had, from my understanding, he's like an undercard guy. I only know this because was, I was watching like a, a best moves of March 2018 or whatever when he was there. So who um, Kenny has defended this championship against so far? He won it in November, so what's that, six months? Yeah, he beat Phoenix for it. Yeah, he beat Ray Phoenix. And what I can only imagine was a great match. Oh, 100%. Think, I'm going to have a look. Um, it is recommended, um, rated four and a half stars by Meltzer, which is just for default AW rating. Um, then there was a match against Jack Evans and AW Dark. Of course, yeah, I do remember that. Um, which is rated seven out of ten by Cage Match. Um, Kenny Omega versus Dragon Lee. Ooh, but that was tasty. Um, four and a half stars from Meltzer, 8.39 on cage match. And then this one. Well, oh, fuck, fuck. at the moment, I mean, I know it probably hasn't hit its its gear yet, but I don't think this is touching eight stars. It's got eight out of ten on cage match. 
this match has. Yeah. And... But I'm not being funny. I think a lot of people's ratings are skewed this month. Yeah, I think it's a seven. I don't think it's an eight. That's been again. We hadn't. We're swinging the seven before it's hit its crescendo. True. Oh my god. That was quite the slap. It was. Made a right whip crack. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. But Jesus. Oh, you'd, have you seen that? Um, so, in a Timmy Thatcher versus Walter match, right? Walter going for a chop. Timmy Thatcher covers his um, chest. Walter just slaps his head. Oh, God. Uh, like an actual chop, but to the head. Oh, God, no. It's one of the best. It's probably my favorite match in progress history. Just quickly, you know how Brock Lesnar goes purple when he's wrestling? Yeah, plenty of goes pink. Yeah, he's very pink, isn't he? Oh, kick to the back. Right to the back. <sighs> Do you think, like, this title doesn't seem to mean much because it's only been defended once in AAA since Kenny won it? Well, how many shows have AAA had since October? I don't know. Um, hold on. I'll compare. I'll compare and contrast this to previous reigns. One second. Statistics. Um, well, the longest running is Tejano. He held it for 1,096 days. Wow. Uh, matches by year. There we go. How many matches were there for it? There's only been one match for it this year. That makes sense. 2019. There was... There's only four matches for it last year. There you go. Phoenix being Radio Kid, Puma King, and Taurus. Um, Kenny Omega beating Ray Phoenix, um, Omega beating Evans, Omega beating Lee. But again, Phoenix is another person. He's all over the fucking place. True. I mean, I mean like, how many promotions, like, major promotions did Phoenix work last year? Um, Impact, AAA, AEW. AEW. I think he worked Dragon Gate once. I can check this. They're cage matchup. One sec. Okay. <laughs> Cage match is such a good resource. Oh, it's brilliant. Oh, um, solid. Solid from Sammy Guevara. Last year. Oh, my God. He worked for a lot of people last year. Triple A, AW, Impact, WXW. I know he worked the 16 carat tournament, I think. MLW, Defy. Um, yeah, he worked for the XV. Did he work bar wrestling as well? He must have. Because didn't um, he take on so much Dagger it... and Tassa? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, CMLL. Um, yeah, does anywhere that will have him, Phoenix will work. <laughs> Anyone that'll have him. To be fair, remember when, like, in Lucha Underground, how Phoenix was sort of seemed like this ge- really generic Luchador? And now he's, like, everyone's favourite Lucha brother. Yeah, he's mine, to be fair. To be fair, I think Garth's is... Um, what's his name? Penta. Ooh. Oh, this is starting to get some lucha shit. Yeah, it's starting to quicken up slightly, isn't it? 
Yeah. Oh, he's going to flip over, going to jump up. You can't escape. Oh. 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 Jesus. That was quite the sequence. It was, but it really did look like Kenny shinned him in the face then. Yeah. No, I just asked about Tattoo and Audrey. Oh, hello, Audrey's Tattoo. Aubrey, sorry, not Audrey. Aubrey. Oh, it's all, I keep saying, I've been saying Audrey. No, Aubrey. I just know that she was called Girl Meltzer on the Indies. Girl Meltzer. <laughs> yeah, I've not seen it out of ten on this one. Mostly because it's paced like a TV match, like we're in commercial right now and doing nothing. Yeah. Like the only TV match that's gone out of 10 so far this year is the Lucha Bros versus... But I don't think that went over commercial. Ouch. Jesus, Kenny. So I reckon when you bring in a secondary title, Kenny should be the first one to hold it. Mm. And then, no, because you need someone big to hold it first, don't you? You mean like Jericho with the World Championship? Yeah. And, like, we know Kenny to be someone to elevate a title. Like, that US title run he had. The only time the US title has been... I cared more about the US title was when Jay White held it. Yeah. And then Juice Robinson held it, held it, and this went to shit since then. But... Which, to be fair, isn't Juice Robinson's fault. Poor no. Juice. And now he looks like one of the village people. Terry Funk, another guy. That elbow, and Kenny's had his share of chips in there. You got a, just a solid point. I don't like Cody in commentary. <sighs> what makes you say that? Because every time he tries with a point, it's stupid, and he didn't care about his wife being essentially <laughs> sexually harassed. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not crazy, Diana. Something if I was doing is sexual harassment. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like, does AW and Kayfabe not have a HR department? Yeah, it's Brandy. <laughs> so the fact that Brandy's allowing it literally means on some level yes. she's enjoying it. 100%, yeah. She just likes, she likes when a younger man notices She likes when a younger man notices her. <laughs> Oh fuck, Kenny's selling. This never happens. <laughs> Kenny's tights are a lot, a lot like RVD's singlet. Um, okay. But in terms of like the sort of spray paint look. Yeah, no, I get that. I can see that, yeah. Who's that girl? I was just thinking that. Fuck is that? I don't know. Can can you cut back, please, lad? We need to see. <sighs> My God. Oh, you know, I love Kenny's um, Snapdragon. I think that's his best move. Yes, absolutely. 
that and he does a really, really good poison runner. He does. He does do a good poison. To be honest, like someone who would do poison. There's not many people that you Sorry, can look at and go, they've got a terrible moveset. Like, consistently. What, yeah. But, yeah, I think you're right. But Kenny's. All of Kenny's moves are amazing. Yeah. But the only issue is that he do, sometimes does the million near falls at the beginning, and that's never, that's never going to end the match, so, like, why? Uh, yeah, you're going to have that problem. That's, like, the, one of the one issues. Ooh! That's one, like, that's one of the one issues I have with Kenny, but, like... Overall, like, I... Nope, wasn't a three. Wasn't a three, Tony. Stop getting excited, buddy. Fresh auction. All right, who's that girl? All right, look at the girl. Who is it? Is it? She's she's is she with Austin Gibb? Austin Gunn? I don't know. Who the fuck is she? Also, Austin Gunn doing the Kenny Omega finger gun. What a mark. <laughs> See, when this is actually like a lucha match, this has been really good. Yeah, it's improved massively. Oof. Better or worse than Cody's? What? Cody's Oscar? Yeah. Much better, because at least it's a bit different. Like, it's not just Will's version. Right, okay. Is she just a random girl? Who is that? I don't know. It's gonna, but also, Kip Sabian has a cat. That's adorable. But you know who once held the AAA Mega Championship? Very recently, actually, <laughs> in 2018. Jeff Jarrett. Ooh. Oh, he trigger. Oh, big knee. Big boy knee. Big boy knee. Fucking ripping off B Priestley. Bastard. <laughs> <sighs> to be fair, B Priestley does literally steal all her moves. How dare you? Oh. Oh, Spanish fly from the Spanish God. <laughs> yes, but it's indeed a reference. Must admit, this match is uh, very, very good. Yeah, it's gotten much better. Do you go an eight, bro? It's a high seven for me at the moment. High seven. I think that's sort of the ceiling for most um, TV matches. Yeah. Maybe if this had a crowd, it would be an eight. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, I agree with you on that. But, like, is that really fair at that point? Chris, who the hell cares? <laughs> Me! I record my fucking 8 out of 10, right? You aren't going to remember this in a couple of weeks' time. No, but, like, I remember basically every hour I've given, so... Oh, that was a good sell. Very good sell. It's like a Billy... It was like a Rikishi bump, but on a V-trigger. 
Oh my god, they're such marks. They are. Like that. That's right. And also, who's that random hand? Who's that random dude in the background? Are just random dudes walking in now. But not. We don't really have this um, social isolation thing down. Do <laughs> no, they don't at all. Heiny. We're such children. Oh, that would have been amazing if he followed through. Oh. Ooh. 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 I'm sorry for the Renee Young commentary. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got... oh, I, thought... oh. I, I was so excited for a second. For a second, I was like, ooh, Burning Hat, no. Every time I think of Burning Hat, it's going to happen. See, so, you know, the subject of Burning Hammer, Trent Seven starts to get on my tits. Right, we can get a better look now. No, we can't. Still Who don't is... know who that is. Have we ever... Is she just some like random dark worker? She she might be. As in like the sh- as in like the show dark, not. Oh, you didn't have to say that. We didn't. We knew what you were talking about. There we go. One winged angel. What a great match! Right, who is she? That was really good. Really good TV match. And we have got. Like, 20 think... minutes of bullshit from uh, honestly from Omega and from Hardy and, from Jericho. Hardy honestly, and Jericho sorry honestly I didn't have like the TV like bullshit between it was a that bit slow been, like, to start eight. off with but yeah but then it kept having like areas where nothing was happening because he went to commercial yeah I think that's the issue with with Omega, he's not someone who can have like long periods of nothing happen. I say that like the last in the last fifteen minutes of the second Okada match, basically nothing happened. But because you were knackered. Yeah, to be fair, yeah. That's something I've been meaning to do is like watch all of them like close together. But also, like I feel that would kill me. <laughs> Like, I'm not being funny, because one takes it out of you. Yeah, it does. I say that. Say that. Um, my second favourite one is the, G- is the G1 encounter. You've said this before. And... Yeah, no, it, for me it goes in, like, from best to worst. Um, first, um, Demi- second Dominion one. Um, G1, first Dominion... And then um, the first one. They're all ten out of tens. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but they're still. all amazing. Like I'm basically going which ten out of tens the best, but still. But also, like I have a controversial opinion of, I prefer Naito and Omega to a majority of them. Their final from twenty six, twenty seven. Sorry. Yeah, uh, twenty seven. Yeah. Um, it's a great match because I wanted. I think it's partly because I desperately wanted Naito to win. I don't know why. I say that I desperately wanted to go to Love Is Final, but like if that wasn't going to happen, I'm gutted we've missed out on that. No, because that G1 block final match was so good. It was good. But see, for me, they spaffed a... that up the wall. Why do that there? Yeah, I think because. 
then again, you say that they wanted Tanahashi to win that G1, so it kind of makes sense. And I think they sort of counted on Omega still on uh, Omega resigning. When do you think they realised that they weren't going to resign? I think around um, Tag League. Uh, maybe. Um, which is bad because when you think about it going in, um, <laughs> the Elite held two of their main titles. And then Jericho held the other one. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> All of the wrestling did we. Then again, like, New Japan had. When you look at like a lot of companies, so many of them have had Mad Max exhibitors, especially All Japan. Jesus oh Christ! Oh God, All Japan. Three. Jesus. Poor All but Japan. Wait, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lend you my login to watch this. There's this um, YouTuber called Kim Justice. She's moved. She moves her wrestling documentaries onto Patreon because YouTube kept getting them pulled down. They're great. There's one on the All Japan Exodus, the second one with um, Sour. Okay. And like it's, it's it goes over like how, what happened, why it happened, um, how Noah became established, and then um, how all Japan stabilized. Okay. Because basically Muto left um, New Japan to. I'm sorry, I just I'm distracted by the pop that just came on. on the inside. You are I'm still annoyed, but for some reason, despite the fact he owns this song. We can't have it on New Japan shows. I oh, know. I mean, I'm just annoyed when he turned up, to be honest, but still. I am cold like December snow. No, if someone's not exactly lined up, Rob, they're going to be like, oh my god. going to be like an echo. Remember last week when Sammy got the mic Embrace by the darkness, I'm losing the light. Encircle my demons, I, 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 I fight. What have I become? Now that I've betrayed, everyone I mean, that's two beats of the drum ahead of you on dynamite. And I have been a slave to the jurors <laughs> in my <laughs> with this guy. <laughs> He doesn't know the words. He very clearly doesn't know the words. Also, he's so small. Why does he look like he is a member of Fozzy? Why does he look... He looks like if me and Garth got fused together. (laughs) (laughs) What a man. Wow. <laughs> Jericho nailed it. <laughs> oh, that's just, I just realized. I was like, but he doesn't have the mic. He doesn't need one. What the fuck's his mic? He doesn't have one. He doesn't need one. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, I never thought about that. Like really, they're wasting their money on a sound system. Really, yeah, they are. They could just have someone on. They could have someone on the side of the iPhone. To the flag. <laughs> of the United States of America. It's hard to believe that um, Chris Jericho and Matt Hardy aren't friends when Matt Hardy was on his podcast last week. They weren't friends, or they were friends. 
They, it's hard to believe they weren't friends. They're not friends now, considering he was on the podcast. Oh, we'll see what you mean. It's like if I try to go, oh, fuck Rob, and then it's like, oh, so, hi, Rob, how are you? I thought that was what happened anyway. <laughs> I did bad mouth. To be fair, you keep ignoring me every time I time use the Podmania account to comment on the start of that stuff. It's mostly because I only comp. <laughs> <laughs> Vanguard won. <laughs> Can we comment to just shut up? I don't this like, like you. Edge, this is like when Edge be the laptop. Does Vanguard One have a Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> Love that greatest call ever from Tony Schiavone. He's cutting a promo on a drone. <laughs> I think Chris has lost it. <laughs> Do you think he's going to give it a Judas effect? No way. Join the inner circle. <laughs> <laughs> In kayfabe, is Jericho being serious or is he just trying to fuck with Matt Hardy? I'm really happy Garth isn't here because he would hate this. So, so ready for this feud. <laughs> oh my god, amazing. He's here. Oh my god, does that mean Rebby's playing the piano? Fuck off. I hope Rabbi didn't get signed. Can like she's the one part of the broken universe who just didn't need to be. Oh, there he is. The top of the arena here, does look mad. It's like a gross thing type. Oh. Oh, he's gone. Oh, now he's there. Oh, he's a he's a he's wizard. Teleporting. This is this is definitely pre-taped. <laughs> It's like a fucking white stripes <laughs> music video. Ding 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 ding. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm sorry, if you're going to do Matt Hardy, this is what you have to do. Amazing. This might be the best AEW segment of the year. Is that what that is? He has very basic teeth. He does. Here he comes. The confrontation we talked about. I kind of think Chris asked for this confrontation. Well, of he didn't expect to actually get it. No. And not in this form. And not in this oh, form. my God. I'm just happy he's not. Remember, because in the last few months of Raw, he was wearing like 90s Hardy, um, Hardy gear. Yeah. No. Maker you of pain. I come. <laughs> Maker of pain. 
Broken stuff is four years old. Yeah, mental in it. It's too bad it was put on hold several times when we got to set. Freedom! Freedom! Essentially, Matt Hardy's Power Rangers Wild Force. Yes. Wild Force seems a bit past your time, but. Mm, did you? I mean, <laughs> you were fairly big in impact. Yeah, but that's like being big in Japan. Actually, that's a bad example. Very bad. Understand. You may recognize my vessel. You may know my name. But there is a different entity, a different essence behind the wheel. I am Damascus. And Damascus is over 3,000 years old. When it comes to creating chaos, violence, and brutality, I am practically... I saw there was not a lot of commentary, but like, Jesus. <laughs> really, basically. Jericho, I love the fact that yeah, Jericho is just like, what the fuck is going on here? Still, an evil essence rotten to the core. 
truly a hole of the ass. Hole of the ass. Version one. V one. Never quite on top. Always living in the shadow. Living in the shadow of your younger brother. Ooh. Le champion. Le champion. That's a very black and white way of looking at it. I'm so up for a broken compound match with Jericho. I knew Judas. Matt Hardy, the proper name dropper. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? It's only mentioning it now that I've realised there's been no wrestlers of colour on the show. I don't see anybody in the crowd. Just because you can't see them doesn't mean they're not there. Just because you don't have faith doesn't mean you don't have faith. You gotta have faith, faith, faith. Let's take off your sunglasses. Sunglasses. I was expecting Hager. I was expecting Hager. I'm a little bit disappointed that it's Guevara. Yeah. 
Oh, Cody will come out to defend <laughs> Matt Hardy. He won't come out to We're defend his Randy. wife. <laughs> right. A, Jericho stood for that chair shot for ages and Kenny whiffed his. I really Kenny enjoyed and Matt that. Hardy ever. Has Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy ever interacted? Actually, you know how we really want to see interact with Matt Hardy is May. Oh my god. May you got confused by a banana. May... Banana. So imagine what she's gonna be like in Matt Hardy comes along. <laughs> okay. Oh it's it's Utter bollocks, isn't it's it? Such but it's bollocks. brilliant. I love it. Oh this my god! This is why God. I miss Luke's run Right. So, ladies and gentlemen, so the only um, promo that's topped that all year is um, the Jake the Snake Roberts one. <laughs> like, oh my god, that was so good. I mean, I can see why it was divisive. Don't get me wrong. I mean, if you're not one for that sort of thing in your wrestling that I imagine that was the longest and most awkward 10 minutes that you've ever seen. But genuinely, I really, really, really love the way that it's just, it's something completely different. And it's just something that's fun. It's long, long and a long time. Yeah, it was, it was a fun exchange. I, I loved that. I thought that was great. I thought that was really, really good. Really, really fun to watch. I think Matt Hardy's going to be a great fit in AEW because something that I noticed with the Cinderella tournament um, from Stardom was you got a lot of. <laughs> what a weird, what a weird segue. Well, yeah, you'll see where I'm going with it in a minute. Um, you had a lot of samey matches. Okay, you had a lot of good, high energy, really, really well-worked matches. But after a while, they all merge into one. That's where characters like Broken Matt, and, you know, in Japan, people like Tori Yano, that's where those matches break up the constant stream of wrestling. I mean, you can't tell me that something like watching Jericho having a boxing match with a kangaroo imbued with the spirit of George Washington. You cannot tell me that that won't be entertaining. It will you be fantastic. When the eventual broken compound match happens, because it will. It will. And Jericho is going to Judas Effect Vanguard 1. Oh, it, it's going to be such good fun. Um, overall then, Chris, apart from obviously the Matt Hardy and Chris Jericho exchange, what were you? overarching thoughts to end on then for this show other matches were fun not only a couple storylines were furthered but like I think given the circumstances where you can't have like your whole crew there um, we can forgive that um, I'm, I'm, it's still bugging me over who the fuck that woman is I've seen her before <laughs> I know I've seen her before but I cannot think for the life of me who she is and it really is annoying me it's gonna bug me all day um yeah, it was just that, that was really like it's weird because I've been sort of down over the last couple of episodes, but mostly because of the build of blood and guts being a bit shit because that's now cancelled. It's fine. I'm just setting up because like no one really had a storyline, so we're putting people in story. It's all good. Put, like the best part was even Cody didn't like Brandy. <laughs> no good episodes, and on that I think we'll uh, 
we'll end the podcast there thank you so much for listening ladies and gentlemen we really really do appreciate it um you can of course subscribe to the podcast anywhere you find your podcasts uh, don't forget to check out the website www.podmania.co.uk where you can find all the rest of our great podcasts our match rating archive our features and all sorts top 10 lists all that sort of thing you can find there um you can talk to us on twitter at podmania uh, facebook at podmania podcasts uh, youtube and instagram at real podmania you can talk to me at at real rob goodwin chris where can they find you and bushy and bushy <laughs> thank you so much for listening guys and we'll talk to you guys again soon You've been listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Podmania, Facebook at Podmania Podcasts, and YouTube and Instagram at RealPodmania. And check out the website, podmania.co.uk. Until next time, wrestling fans. Podmania.